What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What is up, friends? This is Delaney Degelo, and I am so excited to be walking through Mark with you today. I have loved the Mark series, so I'm really excited to talk through Mark 8 with you today. We're going to be in Mark 8, verses 22 through 38, and I'm going to be reading out of the NIV version. But I'm excited to dive into this passage. I'm not going to lie. When I read it, I got a lot of good reminders, some of them hard, some of them really great, um, but we're going to walk through it together. It's going to be good, okay? We can do this. Ready? We're going to go ahead and dive in, and then we'll break it down a little bit. It says in verse 22, they came to Bethsaida, and some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. He took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, do you see anything? He looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees walking around. Once more, Jesus put his hand on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were opened. His sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home saying, don't even go into the village. Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he asked them, who do people say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. But who, what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? Peter answered, you are the Messiah. Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and he must be killed after three days to rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned around and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the son of man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his father's glory with the holy angels. All right. So there's a lot in this. And I'm really going to focus on the idea of who do we say Jesus is? Who do you say Jesus is? So going back um, to verse 27, Jesus is asking the disciples, like, who, who are people saying that I am? Who are they saying that I am? And they're going through in verse 28 telling them, like, hey, these are some of the people that they say you are. But the real, the real important question in verse 29, he looks at them. He says, but what about you? Who do you say that I am? And I think this is really important for us and for me to remember. Jesus cares so much about our personal relationship with him. He wants to know who do you say that he is. And making sure that we're not just echoing what our church and our friends and our family are saying. Because that's great to have those good people. But who do I say that he is? And we don't want to lose sight of that because our personal relationship with Jesus is what he's concerned about. 
and it's what we need to focus on each day. I think we get so caught up with sometimes believing what our family believes or our friends and this and that, and it's, we, we let other people's faith determine where we're at. But the thing is, is Jesus wasn't listening to what the crowd was shouting. He looked at them as individuals and said, who do you say that I am? And I love Peter's response. And Peter is funny. In this chapter, he goes from saying something really impactful and so good to something that is horrid because that's who Peter is, you know? But he literally looks at Jesus and says, you're the Messiah. And I love that because he wasn't doing what pleased the crowd. He wanted Jesus to know, like, this is who I know that you are. And it doesn't matter that the crowd wasn't going with him. And I think sometimes we, we have this worldview where we want to have a popular opinion, you know? On Facebook, you see people that love to put their opinions because they want the likes and the reinforcement that people agree with them. And I think it's almost to a fault where we hit a point where we're so concerned about pleasing people that we're we're not concerned about pleasing Christ. And the ultimate thing at the end of our days is we're not called to make the world happy with our opinions. We are called to live wholeheartedly sold out for Jesus. And this goes to the end talking about laying down your life. And in 34, it says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Jesus calls us to a life of surrender. And this means letting go of our opinions and our our differences and our fears and all these things. And we have to lay it down. We have to lay down the American dream and say, I want what Christ has for me. My goal at the end of the day isn't to build up my treasures on this earth. My goal shouldn't be, I want to look more like the world. At the end of the day, we just want to look more like him. And our heart should be, I want to know who Jesus is. That is my heart's desire each and every day. That's what I want. I want to deny myself because I'm going to be honest. When the alarm goes off in the morning, Delaney is like, Delaney would like to sleep a little bit longer. Delaney likes to sleep and having that conversation with the Lord like hey no I'm gonna be here I'm gonna rest this is for me because I so quickly get caught up in that I want to do what's best for me and I don't go with go to what's actually best for me because if I knew it well I would remember that Jesus is what's best for me and taking up my cross daily like it's hard to remember why I'm carrying the cross if I'm not spending time with the Lord It's hard for me to remember the importance of what I'm called to and what my why is behind life if I'm not actually going and spending time with Jesus. And the sad thing is about this passage, I think that you can see people could have the whole world but miss the one thing that matters and they don't actually have anything. And that's what's so sad is we see all these celebrities or people that that accomplished everything that they thought they wanted. But if Jesus wasn't the integral part of their story, if Jesus wasn't the focus, then it it falls short because our hearts long for that, that purpose. And surrender and sacrifice actually equal freedom in life. I think a lot of the time we're like, oh, sacrifice. Like this is less than. But sacrifice is the best thing that we can do. And we see that with Jesus. Jesus didn't have to sacrifice for us, but he did it because he knew it was best. And me, like, I know that following Jesus is what's best. I don't need the world to applaud me. I just have to live for that audience of one. I'm living for the Lord, and my heart is to make him pleased with my what I do, not what the world has. And 
we can see once again that Jesus wants to know who do we say he is. And today, who is Jesus to you? Because that's the most important thing about us. Well, who do we say that Jesus is? Who do we believe that Jesus is? Not what we say. Not just what we say he is and the Bible Sunday school answers. No, who do we know he is? Who do we believe he is? Because at the end of the day, that is always going to be the most important thing. And Jesus gives us a hard warning here of, hey, if you're ashamed of me in this world, then I'll be ashamed of you when you come to my to the end of your days. And that's a scary thing to think about. And ultimately, Jesus is telling them this because he loves them enough to warn them. Hey, if you don't live a life sold out for me, there are consequences of that. And he's telling his disciples that. He's telling us that because he wants to spend eternity with us. So today, who is Jesus to you? Who is he? And taking a moment to make sure that our everyday actions reflect who we say he is. And not just in the church, not just in our small group, but our everyday actions. Are we taking up our cross each day and saying, Jesus, I'm going to follow you. Even if it's rocky, even if it's hard. Because let's be honest, carrying a cross was hard work. The cross was heavy. It was it was a long walk. It was hard work. And each day, we're not called to live an easy life. We're called to live a life where we put in some work so that we can enjoy it on the other side of eternity. So, friends, today, I know you might be tired. You might be worn out. But I want you to know that carrying your cross is worth it. Your hard work is worth it. Spending time with Jesus is worth it. It is not less than. It is the best. Because that is the greatest life that we can live. Is a life sold out for our King. Because who do we say He is? He is the Prince of Peace. He's our Savior. He's our friend. He's so much. So just remember today, you're not alone in this. And we all are called to carry our crosses side by side. So today, know that you're loved. And make sure that you um, spend a moment to remember who Jesus is. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.